Hello everyone, this is No Bones About Wrestling, and this is This Week in WWE. I'm your host, Asa, along with Kay Fabulous. Hey! And we're going to guide you through uh, the week's happenings in World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, Let's hop right to it with the match results of the past week. Uh, First, Monday Night Raw from April 10th was in Seattle, Washington. Uh, Finn Balor pinned Rey Mysterio after Dominic Mysterio interfered. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez beat Becky Lynch and uh, substituting Trish Stratus. She substituted for Lita, who was injured, uh, to win the Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed fought to a double countout. The Usos beat Alpha Academy in a number one contender for the Raw Women's Title Triple Threat match. Io Sky beat Mi Chen and Piper Niven. And in the main event of Raw, Solo Sokoa pinned one half of the undisputed tag team champions, Kevin Owens, after the Usos interfered. On SmackDown, which was April 14th, where was SmackDown? Do you remember? The University of Somewhere. Okay, the University of Somewhere. Uh, Xavier Woods pinned L.A. Knight. Damian Priest pinned Santos Escobar after Rhea Ripley interfered. Shinsuke Nakamura returned and pinned Madcap Moss. And in the main event, Solo Sokoa pinned Matt Riddle after Riddle had been distracted by the Usos. So Solo Sokoa picking up main event wins on both Raw and SmackDown this week. Mm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Big time guy. So let's talk a, a bit about some of the storylines. Uh First, or should we talk about news first? What do you think? I think storylines first. Storylines first? Yeah. All right, we'll talk, we'll talk about the bloodline, which is, you know, the, the dominant storyline in WWE. On both shows. On both shows, yeah, for sure. So, Matt Riddle has returned after... I think being injured and going to rehab, I think both of those things happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I know he definitely went to rehab. I know in the storyline in WWE, he was injured by Solo Sokoa. Yeah, I'm not sure if he was really injured uh, and went to rehab or if he just went to rehab. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure. Either way, he's all better, hopefully. Yeah, either way, he's, he's back and uh, seems healthy. Hopefully he is. And uh, so he has kind of formed a little faction with the undisputed tag team champions, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And they're battling the bloodline, which lately has been the Usos and Solo Sokoa. Roman Reigns has not been around lately. Not since the Raw after WrestleMania, I believe. Yeah, right. He must be on the... On the jet, the eating, eating seafood, seafood. <laughs> right? Uh, so, so my first question—I mean, it's good that they're adding 
another face to to fight the bloodline. But my big question is, why isn't Cody Rhodes hanging out with these guys? Why isn't he part of this faction? He was so key in getting Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to reunite so that mm-hmm. they could win the tag team championship. Yeah. And and put the crack in the bloodline, defeating the Usos at WrestleMania. So why isn't Cody Rhodes palling around with these guys and helping? You know, I, I read the results. Solo Sokoa beat Owens after the Usos interfered. So Solo Sokoa beat Matt Riddle on SmackDown after the Usos interfered. Mm-hmm. So obviously the good guys aren't getting the job done. So wouldn't Cody Rhodes hanging around help them out some more they would my theory behind this is that you can't have a person involved in more than one storyline at a time and so now that cody has beef with brock lesnar so they can have a match at backlash that he has to drop his involvement in the bloodline temporarily is what i think is happening Wait, you're getting it wrong they've changed the name of the show it's wrestlemania backlash robin oh (laughs) what did i call it Backlash. Oh, I apologize. It's WrestleMania backlash. <laughs> Is that not implied when they say backlash? That that's what it's the backlash from? It's WrestleMania backlash. Plus, the Brock, wait, Brock and Cody like... match wouldn't be WrestleMania backlash. It would be the backlash from the the night after, right? Wait, I feel like on SmackDown they were just calling it backlash, though, weren't they? Yeah, that's why I called it backlash. Well, isn't that right, though? Weren't yeah. they no, just calling it backlash? They were just calling it backlash, yeah. But on Raw, they were calling it WrestleMania Backlash. Well, we're, we'll call it Backlash. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it, it we'll backlash. figure out the official real name. Uh, it's easier to say Backlash. Than... But yeah, but so what, why isn't Cody part of this fact? I, I just don't get it. I'm He's... telling you, it's because they don't think their fans can handle a character involved in two storylines at the same time. I, I mean, I I think, unfortunately, you're right. Well, I think we'll see him join after Backlash is over, because I think... Uh, at least, I mean, in my mind, they're going to do Cody at SummerSlam with Reigns. That's kind of where I... I think th- they're building to that. I think they are, but I think they're going to have Cody run through a few people You don't first. think they'll do Cody versus Roman at one, at a, one of the Saudi Arabia shows? I hope not. I don't watch those, so I want to be able to see it. And why don't you watch those? Because I don't agree with... Uh, WWE doing business with a country that has questionable laws against women and their freedoms. Mm-hmm. So I choose just not to spend my time supporting that. I see. I don't discourage others from. You can feel free to watch it. I just choose not to. Anyway, um, so I hope it's not. It. I hope I hope they wait till SummerSlam for it. Because I would be bummed. As with the other, like, I think maybe seven people. But even if, at this point, I don't feel like they're going to take the belt off Roman at SummerSlam, even. Not even at SummerSlam? He'll be past a thousand days then. I feel like this is going to go on for... Oh, please don't tell me that. Oh, is this because he said the thing about the third inning? Yes. So you think he's going to have it for nine years? No, no, but I feel like this is going to go on for... for Mm -hmm longer in case in case you don't know what i'm talking about uh it was it was a roman reigns that said that he said that uh 
He's only in the third inning of his story. And since there are nine innings in baseball and he's had the belt for three years, that makes it sound like he's going to have the belt for nine years. Yeah. I think he's going to... I thought that they were going to have him keep it for a thousand days. And then someone somehow is going to have him drop it. Who? I have no idea. Hopefully Cody. I would like to see it be Cody. It's time for him to lose the belt. He's not... I I mean, yeah. Nothing... The... There's nothing interesting going on. I mean, I get it. He's had it for a long time. It's been a dominant reign. He's he's been dominant, but but has also relied on outside interference. So has it been that dominant? Well, because he has like a united front with him, but that front is cracking. I was just thinking, what if at SummerSlam? Jay Uso wins it from him. Like if 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 they don't get in two weeks, if they don't get their belts back in that rematch, if that's what severs the relationship or puts a big enough crack in it that the Usos are no longer in good graces with Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. maybe maybe Jay will get a run at it. I could see him losing it to a different bloodline. You could see Jay Uso being the, yeah, the one who snaps Romans with the uh, help of his two brothers. I don't think so. No, he's already he's already had so. the opportunity twice. I think you said before. Maybe after he's been built up some, but yeah. not not in August of this year. No, I yeah. don't think so. But who else? Who's left? That's big. Cody. Yeah, Cody is the Cody only Rhodes. option. Yeah. Anyways. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, the bloodline. Dominant. And uh, the Usos, and 12 days from now, we're we're recording this show on Sunday the 16th, I think it is? Yes. And uh, in 12 days from now on SmackDown, the Usos are getting a rematch for the Undisputed Tag Team Championship against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. We'll see what happens there. You know what I just thought of, too? Like, we don't know how the draft is going to affect any of this. Well, we're going to talk about that. Okay. We're going to talk about and, that. And specifically with the bloodline? We'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about the draft. Um, so, yeah, we'll see if the Usos get the tag belts back. I've heard some people say, um, so the WWE was going to do King and Queen of the Ring in Saudi Arabia, May 27th, but that show has been rebranded to Night of Champions, where they're going to put all the belts on the line, that type of thing. But here's the problem with that, is the Undisputed Tag Team Championship Sami Zayn doesn't go to Saudi Arabia. Why is that? Uh, something, I'm not sure exactly. Hmm. Uh, so, something about politics or something. Um, and neither does Kevin Owens chooses not to. Oh, so they would have to lose the belts before So that. some people are saying that they think they're going to lose the belts so that the belts can be defended in Saudi Arabia at Night of Champions. So, that's just just a thought. 
Just a thought to put or out there. maybe they're going to do it like Battle of the Belts, where not every belt is on the line, but every match is a championship match. You know, but just not all of them are there. Uh, that seems very Battle of the belts It would just be a big belt to be missing. Yeah. From your Knight especially, of Champions. Especially because they're unified. They could always yeah. de-unify them before then, so that... Want you get you get a tag match. Yeah, shit, you could de-unify them. Let's have a tag team tournament that night of champions. Why not? Oh, that'd be cool. But they probably won't do that. No, because that'd be cool. I love a tag team tournament. Yeah, I love any kind of tournament. Yeah, me too. Or like a gauntlet. I like gauntlets too. So. So, um... Well, yeah, that's enough about the bloodline for right now. But yeah, still dominating television, still dominating the the results, uh, still dominating the the wins too. Just down to down to Roman's two belts for right now, though, the the two big belts, though. Um, another storyline to talk about the. Uh, the one that interests me most, I think, same for Kay, yes. is the Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio feud. Do we need to call it the LWO Judgment Day feud at this point? Well, it's get, it is kind of growing. There, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Rey Mysterio kind of is leading the Latino world order now. And it, and it appears as though they're setting up Damian Priest and Dominic versus what? Uh, I think Rey Mysterio, Mysterio and Bad, Bad Bunny, Bunny. Yeah, that's at, what I think. at Backlash. It looks like they're setting that up at Backlash. I am all for that. But that's not official yet, but it looks like they're setting that up. It should be entertaining. Uh, but one thing I want to talk about is... I believe last week on on this week in WWE, the show you're listening to, I suggested that the feud end in a hair versus mask match. I suggested that. And Kay is saying she suggested it. Well, we both did well, yes, that. Yeah. So this week... Rey Mysterio went on Logan Paul's podcast called Impulsive, and he said that maybe they'll have a hair versus mask match. Oh, awesome! To end the feud, I didn't know that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, but so, I really, I don't want. I've, is he gonna like retire after that? Because I don't want Ray to lose his mask, but I really don't want Dominic to lose his hair. It's so pretty. When he, like, moves his head, it, like, shimmers. It's, like, mesmerizing. <laughs> it's the most fashionable mullet I've seen. Well, you know, one thing that could happen is Ray wins, and then they, they shave Dominic's head, and Dominic is there in the ring, despondent, hairless, doesn't know what to do with himself. And Ray takes off his mask. Oh, and gives it. Puts it on his son's head. Mm -hmm. 
and now he becomes the new Rey Mysterio, and... Oh my god, you should fucking write for WWE. They, That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love it. And they they reunite, mm-hmm. and they realize that all this fighting isn't uh, isn't really, you know, worth it, and they they love each other and their but, family again. So, but then what happens to the Judgment Day? Dominic just leaves them. Dominic just leaves them. Yeah. So he breaks up with his fake girlfriend. Breaks up with mommy. Yeah. Hmm. Dominic turns face, yeah. That's going to be a hard change. That man is booed. Dominic can uh, join the Latino world order, you know? Let it grow. You're going to take what I would consider the biggest heel in WWE, and in one motion of putting a mask on his... Roman is the biggest heel in WWE. I don't think so. He's the most... he's, He's the one with the biggest accolades... But Dominic Mysterio, if you had, a, like, a boo meter going, he's the one that the audience actually hates. I'm saying Dominic's the most overheel. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. And so by biggest, I mean most over. I don't mean, like, yeah. the highest ranked or whatever. But, yeah, I think, oh, I, definitely he's more over than Roman. Like you were saying last week, like, when people boo Roman, they're booing the booking, not Roman himself. When they boo Dominic... They fucking hate that kid, you know? Yeah. Like, they want to see his dad beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. But, uh, and so, I forget where I was going with that. Uh, yeah, so I don't think it's possible to go from being the number one hated guy in WWE to just having a mask put on you. And people, then, no, people will take him back like that. Trust me. Really? Yep. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Do you think he has to cry to make it happen? Oh, he'll cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think his acting skills are going to support that? He'll he'll get there. He'll get there. Okay. He'll get there. Yeah. He'll be crying. Yeah. He'll be crying. The hair will be sticking to his tears. <laughs> and it'll be a, quite a scene. And then yeah. Ray has to yeah wipe the hair off of his face and put the mask on his, on his son. And then, bam, we have a new Rey Mysterio. I can't remember. The last hair versus mask match I've seen was CM Punk versus Rey Mysterio, where CM Punk lost and had got his head shaved. I can't remember who did the head shaving. So, like, is there a typical, like, does the guy who beat you get to shave your head, or do you get to shave your own head? Or is there a head shaver that comes out? A lot of times it's the guy who beat you. Yeah. Okay. Hmm, interesting. I was thinking, like, is it going to be Rhea that does it, or is it going to be, uh, Ray? A lot of times it's just the dude who beat you, yeah. Okay. But yeah, so, I don't know, just from hearing it out of Rey Mysterio, it it sounds like we might be heading toward a hair versus mask match. I love it. But if they do it the way that I'm talking about, that means Rey Mysterio retires. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean that's the end of Rey Mysterio's career. That that's what makes it a big moment. Like, yeah. That would be a big moment. That's the the way I'm talking about doing it. Do you think he's ready to retire? I don't think he's ready to retire. Yeah, me so, so I guess don't do it that way. But mm-hmm. you could, and it would be awesome. Yeah. If he if he's ready to retire, do it that way, and it would be awesome. 
but I don't think he he is. So I, I'm not trying to force Rey Mysterio into mm-hmm. retirement. So he might be. I mean, how many surgeries has that guy had now? Like an insane number. Remember they used to do that "Don't Try This at Home" videos, and he was on there, and he's like, "I've had surgery on my neck like four times or something like that," and he's had like fourteen knee surgeries or something like that. I was reading that the other day because he's been trying to advise El uh, Hijo del Vikingo to cool it, yeah, so he doesn't hurt himself. Yeah, he and Conan, yeah, told him to tone it down, tone it down a little. But just I'm not. I mean, just out of like his well being. That's the thing. Rey Mysterio is capable still of more than he shows. Mm-hmm. But he has to keep it toned down so he can wrestle every day. Yeah. You know. But if he wants to, he can break out some shit. Yeah. You know. I but just he just, just he can't him. do it every day. He has to be like in pain all the time. You know, I don't want that for him. How old is he? I'm not sure. I mean, I know he's over 40, for yeah. sure. It's hard to guess people's ages when they wear a mask. <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm going to say 48. That's just a guess. Are you looking it up? I'm looking it up. <laughs> I think it 48. Is that right? 48, yeah. Huh? I was right. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 1971. Or 74, rather, I mean. Wow. Yeah. All right. Do I, what do I win? Satisfaction of knowing you're good at guessing ages of masked wrestlers. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so the, the feud has grown now into kind of Latino world order versus Judgment Day. I love it. And, uh, yeah, so it's getting bigger, and if if the talk on Logan Paul's podcast is true, might be headed to a hair versus mask match. If it, if it goes that long, that sounds like SummerSlam. Yeah. Sounds like yes, which means Ford we get Field, like more SummerSlam. Like months of this, right? How, how far away is SummerSlam? Is that four months? Four months from now, yeah. Yes, awesome. I want, I want all the months of Judgment Day versus the Latino World Order. That's that's a long time, so I don't I don't see this feud going for more months. So really, do you? Uh yeah, I yeah, do. I think I think again. I don't. I really don't feel it going for more months. They may they may do it. I mean, I mean they have a lot of different options now that they've expanded. Correct. Yeah. I don't. Know. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Let's see. Let's see. I would like to talk about... Well, let's talk about something we talked about last week. Um, We talked about Drew McIntyre's contract situation. Yeah. So this week there was a development. uh, Friday night... Friday, at some point, he blacked out his Twitter account and removed all mentions of WWE from it. One thing, I mean, people keep saying this, but one thing he didn't change was his, like, at name. Yeah. Because it still says WWE in that. Um, 
which I guess maybe that's more of like a pain in the ass to change, especially if you're a verified or blue checked person. Um, and one thing I was reading an article about it. To well, see that if, could be something he has to have by contract or something. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. It could be like you have to have this mm-hmm. Twitter account by contract. Yeah. Um, one thing I didn't know until I was reading some articles about this that referenced something earlier. On April 2nd, he tweeted like three waving hands. And that was all, all it was. It was like the little emoji hand waving like bye or hi, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was like the day after WrestleMania when he lost. Um, and then his next, like, big thing he did on Twitter was blacking out his stuff. Hmm. I just thought that was interesting. Um, in my researching, uh, what's been going on with him, uh, according to WrestleTalk, they said that following rumors that Drew McIntyre is preparing to leave WWE in time for AEW's All In in London this August... Reports have revealed that McIntyre's contract runs well past that date, so that that's not going to be a possibility of him showing up at, at All In in London. I wonder where, why everyone seemed to believe it was before August. I wonder where that came from. Who knows? It might have just been people's wishful thinking, yeah. you know, because as yeah. soon as they announced the Wembley Stadium thing, Everywhere it was like, who's your dream match to see? What stars do you want to show see show up? You know, what I mean, I just think sometimes speculation can get so much momentum behind it that it starts sounding like reality. Mhm, mhm. Good call. So I don't know. Drew McIntyre hasn't been on television. He is still in the intro video for SmackDown. I read that his injury, uh, he's going to be out for the in the next few weeks still. His, like, injury slash illness, he's going to be out for a few more weeks. It was what I read in one of the articles I read today about Drew McIntyre. We read a lot about Drew McIntyre today. So, so who knows where this will shake out. It You know, it doesn't seem like it's... It doesn't seem like contract negotiations are going well uh, with him blacking out his social media and removing mentions of WWE. doesn't seem like it's going well, but it seems also like we have quite a bit of time. So maybe WWE will realize what they have. I mean, Drew McIntyre is one of the best guys they have. He, I mean, you put him in there... And he's gonna have a good match, period. Mm-hmm. He's he's skilled. He can do, you know, a little high flying stuff. He's not the greatest technical wrestler, but as far as a brawling style, he is very good at at that and uh, at making it believable. And if if they don't realize what they have in him. They're they're gonna be sore when he goes elsewhere. Plus, his gimmick's like not cheesy, you know. It's like a good solid gimmick. Yeah, he's a Scottish like dude who'll beat your ass. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I like Drew McIntyre. 
So well, we'll see. We'll see how it how it shakes out. Let's see what else what else have I got here? I've got one little thing before before we talk about the the draft. I've got one little thing I heard on Jim Valley's show uh, from Saturday, and it's about Cody Rhodes. You know, Cody likes the Hollywood stuff, and he's been exploring it. You know, he did the reality show with his wife, mm-hmm. whatever it was called. I forget what it was called. I don't know. But he did a reality show with his wife. Mm-hmm. He did that that uh, game show. Yeah. Whatever it was called. The Big Show. The Big Show, something or like go, that. The Go Big Show, something like that. Yeah. The Very Big Show, whatever <laughs> it was called. Um. So he's been exploring Hollywood and that that type of thing, mm-hmm. and the guy is great at speaking. I mean, he's promo in WWE. He's the best. Yeah, I think. Oh, by far. Yeah, I think. So the guy could make it as an actor. I think, and the word is that one project. <laughs> the look on your face. I'm just like so excited to hear what you're gonna say. The word is uh-huh. that one project that Cody Rhodes is has kind of been 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 attached to a little is the Legend of Zelda. Shut up. Wait, as who? I assume as Link. Is Link not like a child? As Link. Well, Link Link is, takes different forms in different games. Okay. Sometimes he's a grown man, sometimes he's younger. Yeah. There are different okay. there are different links. I gotcha. Hmm. Um Well, after how well this Mario movie's doing, that's not surprising that they're looking at doing a, a Zelda. It would be cool to see a live action Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. But I mean, see Cody Rhodes with a sword and a shield. That'd be weird. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, whether he plays Link or Ganondorf or uh, I don't know who that is. That's the bad guy in the Le- Legend of Zelda. Oh okay. I've only played the first one. Yeah, that game is so good. Or or whomever. Mm-hmm. We gotta play that game some more. Yeah. Oh. You want to stop recording and go go yeah. play some games. <laughs> I love I love Zelda. Um. Anyways, I just thought that was a, a nice uh, bit of news. It would be interesting seeing Cody Rhodes as as Link in the Legend of Zelda movie. It seemed very random. Mm-hmm. All right, so big big WWE news going on. Uh, we've got the WWE draft happening, and we didn't really want it to happen. We're going to Monday Night Raw, May 15th. And we're going to see who knows at this point. Yeah, right, right. We bought tickets now to see who knows. Could be Duke the Dumpster, Drossy, and Lita, and... Is that a real person? Yeah. It's a good name. Duke the Dumpster Drosy. Yeah. Yeah, he was around in like 1994. He was a garbage man. I love the occupation gimmicks. Yeah. Oh, Those yeah. are like the best. Yeah. 
I love those two. What what is what was his yeah, catchphrase? Ah, I forget what the hell it was. Anyways, WWE draft uh is coming before the Raw that we're going to, so it's going to shake things up. And like I said, we we will see. Who knows May fifteenth, because the draft is April twenty eighth on SmackDown, and May first on Monday Night Raw. And they've said every WWE superstar is eligible for the draft. Uh, they've not made any mention of NXT, and in their ads for the draft, they've not shown any images of anyone in NXT either, which leads me to believe uh, they're not drafting NXT talent. Uh, we'll see, though. Um... So here, let me ask let me ask you, K Fabulous. Who do you I want to ask you two questions. First, who do you think will be the number one pick in the draft? Roman? Yeah. And now let me ask, if you were running a show and you had the number one pick, who would be your number one pick? I would pick Cody. You would pick Cody. Yeah. Why? Because he's like white hot. He's and his any promo he cuts at this point is, like, fucking gold. Like, he has the audience, like, melting into a puddle in his hand, and he can shape them into whatever they want, whatever he wants. So, I want that. Not only is he stellar in the ring, but on the mic, and, like, that's not a combo that happens very often, where, like, your best, or one of your best physical wrestlers also happens to be the best or one of the best on the mic. So, I feel like when you have that you gotta you gotta grab it and not let go. Mm. Very well said. Very well said. Thanks. What about you? I agree with both of those. That's exactly what I would say. Roman yeah. will be the number one pick. Duh. And uh, if I had a number one pick, I would pick Cody number one. Yeah, for sure. So I know we haven't talked about Cody and Lesnar yet, but I'm curious to what as to what you think. Uh, I'm assuming Lesnar's going to accept this match uh, that Cody challenged him to. Um, Who do you think is going to win that match? Because I would normally say Cody after his loss at WrestleMania if they don't want to totally take the wind out of his sails. But at the same time, they almost never have someone lose to Brock Lesnar. So what do you think? What do you, think? you mean they almost never have Brock Lesnar? I mean, Zimbra, yeah, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I think Lesnar's going to win. How did they do that without, like... Just destroying, destroying Cody? Destroying Cody. Or are they just going to destroy Cody? No, I, th- I think they're they're trying to, you know, put Cody's character through some trials and tribulations... You know, trying to... Can't they just show pictures of him with that star painted on his face? (laughs) And be like, look what we made this man do? They could. They could. Uh, But I think they're, you know, with the... The bloodline cheating him out of the world title. And... Excuse me, the world titles. And, uh... 
Brock turning on him and beating him up for 10 minutes, and then Brock probably beating him at Backlash. I think they're just trying to put his character through some tribulations so that they have something for him to overcome so that hopefully he can win the world title. Hmm. See, I just feel like the point of doing all of that is to get the crowd to be, like, really behind someone. But the crowd was already really behind him. Yeah, they should have had him win at WrestleMania. That was the time. Yeah. I mean, I I know that, yeah. I just... But, I mean, like, I don't understand... I mean, obviously they fucked that up. Yeah. But after you fuck that up, why do you still feel the need to... Because now, after he lost at WrestleMania, I feel like that's enough... That's enough to be like, let's let's have him try and overcome this. This was going to be the best and biggest night of his life, and it wasn't. Like, why do they have to, to push him down farther before they shove him back up? He's already, he's already there. He's already had, like, the biggest loss you can have. Main event of WrestleMania. You don't get to finish your story. Because no, they can. You know what I mean? Because then it's like, oh, he can't lose to Lesnar, can he? Yeah, he can. That's that's stupid. Yeah. So, I think he'll lose to Lesnar, yeah. It's just like shitty storytelling. But, I guess not everyone likes the same kind of stories. Yeah. So, we'll see what what becomes of it? Hopefully, the story gets interesting with Cody and Roman. Can it I? Was, it uh, was interesting leading up to WrestleMania, and yeah. and then as soon as as soon as Solo hit Cody with the Samoan spike, the story stopped being interesting. Yep. So that's it was a like shame. Deflating it, like popping it with his thumb. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you two questions about the draft? Okay. So my first question is what would be, who would be the first woman that you drafted? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, I think, uh, I think yeah. you, you gotta go with Charlotte Flair. Isn't that yeah. a harder question than the men's question? Yeah. Because I feel like the there's like four women that I feel like are... Kind of all on the same level. Actually, five. I forgot about Becky Lynch until just now. Um, so it's hard to... And, and like, you said Charlotte Flair. Yeah. See, I think I would go Rhea Ripley. Because she's, like, on this upward trajectory. And she's SmackDown Women's Champion. SmackDown Women's Champion. She's the best heel they have. But she's still getting cheered. You know? Like, I mean, she's really popular for... Mm-hmm. Someone who's one associated with the least popular male. Uh, and it's weird. Yeah. How like she's kind of a face and Dominic's a, a, a heel. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because like on AEW with Ty Mello and Sammy, like as soon as they started appearing on on stage together, she like lost her popularity, you know? Mm. Um, so it's interesting that it's not happened in WWE the same way. Um, uh, my second question. 
What tag teams are you are you gonna split up if you're doing the draft? Oh yeah, because they don't draft. They, they don't, don't draft. draft they don't draft teams. them as a unit. They draft them as individual wrestlers. WWE is so lame. <laughs> like. <laughs> Welcome to the WWE podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I tell you, because when I just to the reason I say that is tag team wrestling is one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite types of wrestling, and a lot of times WWE they've for a company that has had some of the best tag teams in the history of wrestling, the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, the Legion of Doom. The Heart Foundation, the Nasty Boys, uh, I could go on. The British Bulldogs. Uh, for a company that's had all these tag teams, to put tag teams so far down their their list of priorities is just it's criminal, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New Day, you know. I mean, I could go on and on. It it's just they they should draft tag teams as a team as a unit you know. Mm-hmm. But what tag team would I split up? Yeah. Because you know they're gonna split up at least one tag team. If I was in charge. Yeah, you can give me a men's team and a women's team. If I was in charge of a brand, I would definitely split up. Uh, What's it called? Um, the Street Profits. Oh, yeah. I would draft Montez Ford mm-hmm. and get him away from, from Dawkins. Dawkins. Yeah. What about women's team? Uh, what women's team would I break up? I felt like this one was easier for me than the men's team. See, I'm trying to think what women's <laughs> teams <laughs> there exist. are. There's not very many. Um, yeah, there there aren't very many, so I, w- I, would, I would not want to break up the women's tag teams, but um, I would probably... I would probably break up the... Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey tag team hmm. because I think they're more valuable as single stars. Interesting. I would break up damage control for the same reason for EO Sky because I think she needs to be a singles wrestler because she's so much stronger than the other women. Well, I mean, she just won the Raw, num- Raw yeah, number, number one, one contender. contender. So mm-hmm. she's headed towards a match uh, with... Uh, I don't see her losing to... I mean, winning against Bianca. Bianca Belair, yeah. No. But I no. think it'll be a great match to, like, feature her skills. Mm-hmm. Did they say when that match is? They did not. No. Oh. But she's having a match with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the draft should be interesting. It'll, it'll shake things up. But, I mean, as we see right now, we're supposedly... We're supposedly under a brand split, Raw and SmackDown, but, like, the Judgment Day are on both shows, the Bloodline are on both shows, uh, Rey Mysterio, the Latino World Order are on both shows, 
Who else? Is that it? That are on both shows? Did you say the New World Order? That's uh, not New World Order. Latino World Order is yeah. on both? Yeah, Latino World Order mm-hmm. are on both shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a hard time keeping the shows separate because so many people are on both shows mm-hmm. that I don't know who's actually supposed to be on what show. Yeah. Plus, yeah. I haven't had a draft in like two years, so... I mean, the way Wrestling Observer explained it, I think, makes a lot of sense. Like, when Paul Levesque took over, he kind of ended the separate brands thing. And now that he's not in charge anymore, the draft is coming back and the brands are getting separated again. So I assume that it's going to be pretty separated. Well, I, I think he is still in charge. Of creative? I thought Vince was in charge of creative. It seems... Uh... Isn't that the name of, like, his title that he got as... Yeah. I, I think he has the final word, but Triple H is kind of running things. That's the... Mm-hmm. That's what it... What it seems to be. I thought it was that way for SmackDown, but he had more say as to what was happening in Raw. Or was that just for that first Raw after WrestleMania? No, that was just for that first Raw. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, well... Yeah. I'll we'll see. Uh, I'd like to see Oscar versus Rhea Ripley, so I hope they get drafted to the same show. And I want them to stop making Oscar a heel because she's not good at being a heel because she's so fun. And I love Oscar. I hope I hope she gets drafted to Raw so we can see her. I hope Cody Rhodes gets drafted to Raw. <laughs> So we can see him. So we will see. Well, plus, like, so you can make the three-hour-long show good. Yeah. You know? I mean, yes, you need good wrestlers on both shows, but when one show's fucking three hours long. Oh, and one thing that we didn't talk... Are we done with the news? Because I have something. Oh, I guess we're not done with the news if you have a thing. Have you heard the rumor that they're talking about making the third hour of Raw more adult? <laughs> I've not heard that. Yeah, I read what, that. What would that mean? That would mean, like, they might allow... Brawn panties match? No. Like, oh. they're already wrestling. It, what they wear is, like, less than bras and panties half the time. Um. Uh, no, but it would mean, like, more adult language, blood... Possibly. Um, hmm. I heard there were... I, I read that there were talks about the possibility of doing that for the third hour. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, shit, you're on 10 to 11. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be very welcome. And then, I guess, SmackDown would not be, because it's, it's 8 to 10. Yeah. Yeah, it would just be the last hour of Raw. Awesome. Yeah, do it. I, where'd you hear that? Uh, I read an article headline or something like that, or maybe it was on Twitter, but it was from like a news source on Twitter, not just like rando tweeting. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I just feel like when they do the draft, they need to stack raw. Yeah. Um, cause one SmackDown has much more competition, uh, so you're going to have fewer viewers on that, I would imagine, because um, you're competing against, like, sports and shit. Uh, but for three hours, 
you gotta fill it with something that makes people feel like it's worth their time. Mm-hmm. I agree. And hopefully they do, but but see, here's the thing. I think they have a bigger contract with Fox than with USA, so they're gonna be pressured by Fox to get some bigger stars. You know. I don't know what show is on which thing. Are you telling me that SmackDown's Smackdown on Fox? SmackDown's okay. on Fox. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I just look till I see the name on the television and click it. <laughs> yeah, SmackDown is on Fox. Okay. Yeah. Monday Night uh, Raw is, is on USA. And one is like cable and the other one you can get with a antenna? Right. Yeah. Okay. SmackDown you can get with the antenna. I need you to explain how television works to me, apparently. Yeah. Um, but SmackDown, they have more viewers. You, uh, More people can view it, you know. Mm-hmm. But more people don't view it, right? Isn't Raw the bigger show? I'm not sure what the ratings are currently, honestly. I just can't name anything else that comes on on a Monday night, so I figured there'd be less competition. Monday, Monday night football is its biggest competition, usually. Yeah, but football season doesn't last that long. Yeah. Um, where, where, what was this saying? Where was where is this going? About would you stack Raw with the oh, better oh, wrestlers? Oh, my my point was they're they'll be under pressure from Fox mm-hmm. to get big names because, like I said, I think their contract with Fox is bigger. Money wise, yeah, than their contract with USA, so it'll be they're kind of being pulled in both directions. You know, mm-hmm. both networks are wanting stars so that the ratings will be up. Mm-hmm. So, so you think it's going to be pretty evenly split? Yeah, 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 I do. As much as much as it can be, yeah, I think so. I'm very interested we'll to see, see like we'll how see. long they stick with it, you know? Because when I watched WWE before, like years ago, uh, after the draft, they would see, stick to the brands, usually through Survivor Series, and then after that, I, they didn't talk about it ever, you know? And so I just... Uh, it didn't occur to me, like, if people could be on both shows or not, you know? I feel like the two times they really focus on it was Survivor Series and on draft night. Hmm. And, like, the week after the draft. Yeah, I wish if they were going to do it, they would stick with it. Because mm-hmm. then it, it just gets confusing. Who's on what show? What belt is on what show? I just think, like, if you want people to watch both shows, don't tell them which wrestler's on which show. Because then, like, if my favorite wrestler is Cody Rhodes, I'm going to watch both shows in case Cody Rhodes shows up. But if I know he's on Raw, I'm not going to watch SmackDown because I want to see Cody Rhodes and he's on Raw. Don't I, tell them what wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, like, don't draft is what I mean. And, like, like don't specify, like, if you want to see... Asuka, you have to watch Monday Night Raw because she's only on Raw, you know? Have her on both shows and she can just show up whenever. So that way I have to watch both shows if I want to see Asuka. Like, from a company standpoint, it seems like that makes more sense than separating it into two brands. 
And yes, I get got, get that they did that because they didn't have competition. And so they wanted something to compete with. But they have competition now, so they don't need to compete with themselves. It's stupid. No, I agree. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure why they still... Why they why they still want to do it? Change is hard. That's my guess. Well, cause I mean now they they still have a big roster. They have enough of a roster to justify it. So. You know, and they can have storylines on both shows. But couldn't you do that anyway? Without like. Boxing yourself in. What do you mean? Anything that you do with a brand split, you could still do without a brand split. All you're doing is limiting what you can do by splitting the brands. You're placing restrictions on your creativity. By by splitting the brands, you're not opening any doors that yeah. weren't already open for yourself. You're just closing doors. Yeah. So I, I don't understand you. why you'd want to do that creatively. For organization's sake. Well, so you can make like a list of like. Just for organization's sake, so so. So that you're not having to run. One, so you're not seeing the same faces Monday, Friday, Monday, Friday, Monday, Friday, Monday, Friday. So you're not getting sick of the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. For one, I think is a, is a very good reason for a brand split. Mm-hmm. For one, because uh, I think overexposure is a is a very real thing in wrestling. Oh, definitely. And I, I that's the number one reason for a brand split. But but can't you still do that without a brand split? Like, just don't have a person be on the same sh- be on yeah, both but, shows during a week. But. Like, why do you have to make an official decree that this person is only going to be on this one show for the sake of not putting them on both shows? Just don't put them on both shows every because week, if but you then put they can them, be on... if you put them on one show, say, yeah. say you put them on Raw, then they can be on every Raw and participate in the storyline mm-hmm. instead of missing shows and not per- participating in a storyline. Mm-hmm. But can't they do that anyway if you put them on... Raw? I'm just saying, like, let's say they finish the storyline that that character is involved in on Raw. If there's a great spot for them in SmackDown and a story there, now that they have nothing to do, it makes sense that they would be able to fill them into that SmackDown spot and, like, oh, now they're going to be on SmackDown for several weeks in a row and not on Raw because now they're part of a SmackDown storyline. I just feel like all like it do, it doesn't open any doors that wouldn't be open already. All all it's doing is limiting their possibilities. Hmm. I feel like if Vince McMahon I think, tried like to I explain said, I this to me, I still wouldn't understand why this is a good idea. I think overexposure is the the biggest reason. But you're in charge of the company. You're deciding how often they're exposed. So if your big fear is overexposing wrestlers, don't overexpose your wrestlers. And that's like, why you'd have the brand split. But you can do that without the brand split, is my point. But this is an easy way to do it. 
I feel like it's lazy. It's not lazy. It's just, it's an easy way to do it. And then that way you can have the belts as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's an easy way to do it. Yeah. But then like with belt unification. That way you don't have, you know. If, If this had been a thing that they stuck to though, there wouldn't be this bloodline story that's been like their epic story for the last year or two years or however long the bloodline's been going on. Yeah. So my point is if you decide to stick to this brand split, all you're doing is limiting your possibilities. Like their greatest story that they've told in the last whoever knows how many years, they wouldn't have been able to do that had they followed their own rules. So if they decide to start following their rules, they're limiting their possibilities of having great storylines like that. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I just, I guess I just don't get it. I hope it'll be interesting to see how AEW handles it now that they're adding they're a talking third about show. Doing, yeah, they're talking about doing a brand split just because everyone <laughs> hates each hates other. CM Punk. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Jesus Christ. What a fucking mess. What a goddamn mess in that company. Can you believe that? I mean, it seems like a good having, solution. Having, does it? Having yeah. a separate show just because one guy's an asshole? When that's, <laughs> when that's the one having guy? Having a brand yes. split? Yeah. Having a brand split just because one guy's an asshole? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's that's something else. See, that's a reason I could understand. You know, like if it's not for creative reasons, I get it. You know, if it's for a, the these people hate each other, let's keep them separated. That makes sense to me. You know, and especially like they're not going to draft people, I don't think. I think it's like this is one show, this is the other show. Once a year they're not going to switch people up. I think they're going to treat it like two separate. Shit, I mean maybe they will, but That'd be stupid. You don't think they'll do a draft? AEW? I don't know. I think I think the draft is dumb, so I hope not. Why wouldn't they do a draft? You don't think they will? How I just think it's gonna be sorry, we're talking about AEW, by the way, on a WWE podcast, but we're gonna keep talking about it. Um so I I just with Ring of Honor already being a separate brand that they already own and switch wrestlers between. I don't know how this is going to work. I think it's going to be a little bit of a cluster at the beginning. Um, Because if you draft people, then what happens to the ring of honor, like door that people go in and out of all the time? Like, does that close the ring of honor door too? Like, are you going to draft people to collision? I think is what they're calling it. Uh, or the supposed name as of right now. Uh, and then, like, what happens with Rampage? Is Rampage part of the Dynamite brand? And then this other show is off by itself? And then, so, like, Ring of Honor, can they go on any of them? Or are they going to be insulated? Like, I feel like they could really box themselves in depending on how they do this. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be interesting. Um, but anyway, back to WWE. Sorry about that. No, it's all right. So, yeah, WWE draft, very controversial, as you can tell from our, <laughs> from our conversation. From me and my strong opinions. Always, always a controversial thing. And we will see, uh, it's going to shake things up. 
for better or for worse, it's going to shake things up. So, did you have any other news you wanted to discuss? Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is back, yay! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. Right. So that is this week in WWE. Uh, there are some matches coming up I wanted to just share with you that have been announced. Uh, Monday Night Raw, April 17th, coming up. Uh, Brock Lesnar responds to Cody Rhodes' uh, challenge for a match at Backlash. A non-title match, United States Champion Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, Becky Lynch addresses the situation between her and Trish Stratus. Uh, Trish Stratus explains her actions. And Seth Rollins versus The Miz. Uh, For SmackDown on April 21st, we have the Viking Raiders versus Ricochet and Braun Strowman. And a women's tag team championship match, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez defend the belts against Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. And SmackDown all the way on April 28th. The undisputed tag team champions, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, defend against the Usos. And those are the matches we have coming up in WWE. Can I just say, if I was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, I would make a stipulation in the match that Solo Sokoa has to be in a shark tank suspended from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll get you a win, won't he, Solo? Yeah. He's everywhere. Yeah. He's just... Uh, He's a streak, man. He he won. Well, he lost. Both a, he main lost events. to Cody and hasn't lost since then, right? I don't think he has. Uh, I don't think he has. I'm not yeah. sure though. I'm not sure. Is that thumb? Sure. His thumb will get you. The fucking Simone spot. I lo- I love that move until WrestleMania. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That was. I still am not over WrestleMania. Me either. I'm still not okay being, like, I'm still, like, bitter every time the bloodline's on. Like, it's it's soured me on the bloodline, and I haven't recovered from that yet. Yeah. Maybe if they invited me on their plane with seafood, I would feel differently. <laughs> on the seafood jet. The seafood jet. All right, folks. Well, we're going to try and find our way on the seafood jet. Uh, This has been This Week in WWE. Hope you enjoyed yourselves as much as we enjoyed ourselves. Uh, We will see you next week for K-Fabulous. This is Asa saying bye from No Bones About Wrestling and also saying have a nice day. Bye.